0: oh my god i'm doing it again second week in a row i'm so consistent i'm doing it again like i said i would to myself and to you 100 people have seen it so far hell to the fuck yeah 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 love talking for long periods of time on end podcast era i'm gonna be a part of it i'm gonna be a part of it How's it going, guys? Welcome to New Star Power. Last time, I didn't explain the title of this show because I was thinking I wouldn't call it that. I didn't even know what I was doing. Like I said, it was on a spur-of-the-moment thing. I just, like, set up the thing, and I have this ring light. Like, I'm a fucking makeup influencer. I don't know why I have it. It's because I did ASMRs, okay? I bought it for, like, uh, satirical reasons, and now I have one, so, yeah. Whatever. Zoom <laughs> Could have bought a really cool, hot spotlight and it would have been maybe a little cool a little cooler. But I've got the fucking ring light and I just set it up and I went, I'm just gonna start talking like I do after I have a tea and my mom's around and she wants to have a chat and I just I do the same thing except I just set up the camera. Took a load off her. So you can actually just enjoy her morning. Instead so, of having me go, So have you heard about so yeah, so and this and that and this listen to these bit listen to this story that I came up with. Okay, so imagine I got sidetracked. Uh, no star power. I explained it in the description, and um, it's really, uh, it's really uh, a fun reason, which is kind of strange now, which I'll, I'll explain. Um, no star power is actually. Uh, it's based on this. Basically, what happened was I have this show that's called Anxiety Boys. Okay, I made it uh, with a bunch of my friends. Okay, and we, uh, you know, I was like, I wrote it and put it all to put all the scripts together as a fucking nightmare for various reasons putting the fucking final script together as a fucking nightmare and but it was like the first time i'd ever written a script where like while i was written it or writing it i was like feeling things like i was like i actually cried a couple times when the main character was like you know at the end of act two like when he was like getting you know i won't tell you won't spoil it but there's some sad moments and I remember writing it and feeling, like, upset for this guy. And I was like, why am I doing Why am I crying? As I took a sip from my Canadian rye whiskey. Why am I crying? That's <laughs> funny. Wow. Come on, let's finish this up bad Big Dog. I call myself Big Dog when I talk to myself. Especially when I'm writing. Let's finish this thing up, Big Dog. Woo! <laughs> That's how I wrote it. POV, my computer screen. Right. Neat. Not on the rocks. Because on the rocks is for fucking pussies. You like the taste of the thing? Yeah. Go all the way. Neat. Breathe it in. Do that thing. Except you're supposed to do it with wine. I do it with fucking 90 proof alcohol. Turns into a vapor in my mouth. Just disappears. And then I'm fucking drunk as hell. Anyway, that's a lie. No star power. Basically, I made the show and, uh, you know, it was, uh, it was a really crazy experience, really bittersweet at points, but ultimately very fucking awesome. And we shot it two weeks before quarantine started. So we finished the last day of filming on the 1st of March, 2020. And then two weeks later, it was like, I was taking a shit. And then it said, uh, CDC is declaring it a pandemic. And I went, oh. and I like locked it up. Took another little uh, dookie after I read it and then jumped in the shower and was just like silent. I was like, wow, wow, pandemic, wow. And then here we are. And I was like, I this will be a wild ride. I went downstairs. I was like, dad. The NBA just canceled uh, the Raptors game. Did you hear about that? And he's like, I know this is nuts. Hey, eh? wow. We are like kind of jittery. and You know, when it first started, we were all like, oh, I guess I'm going to need to know how to spend my time away from work. You know, oh, boy, I'm going to have to FaceTime the grandparents for the next couple weeks. Little did we little did we know that uh, that it would be much less funny than that. Although some people, I was watching a stand-up comic say, saying this the other day, so I'm not going to pretend I'm coming up with that myself, but... I was thinking it that's that's why it's a good joke is that some people just had like a good quarantine like some people just had like an oak like I say that, but some people are probably like, yeah, I know so that sucks that I didn't get to like see my grandmother's dog as much, but I was like, no, it sucked that I you know saw who I really am and had to fucking deal with that <laughs> anyway, so fucking got sidetracked again. I'm hungover today. I'm a little less energetic and focused. Give me a fucking break. Okay. I'm watching, uh, fucking not watching. started off the sentence, the wrong word. I was basically trying to pitch this show because we finally filmed it. Okay. And then I was editing it through quarantine, which was my way of killing time. I was living with my dad and I was just editing the whole time. And, talking to my friends who we were sending it back and forth, actually, Victor Oli, my buddy, helped me edit it, motherfucking, did the first pass in all the episodes, a fucking fantastic first job, because I hate organizing all that shit, and he did a fantastic job, shout out to Victor Oli, fantastic cinematographer, um, and, uh, yeah, and then I kind of polished it up, and, uh, And then, anyway, all this shit later, all this finishing it up and all, it takes so long and it's a bittersweet process because at first you fucking hate it and you're like, what have we done? I'm dancing around in a dress and this episode is not coming together. This isn't right. This is bad. This is really bad. It gets, you know, I went to my dad and went, Dad, this is really bad up here, you know? And he went, Ben, I'm on a Zoom call with my fucking work. You smell like shit. Get the fuck away from me or I will throw this empty bottle of Jack at your lifeless body once I've already fucking smacked you down. Like a smackdown in in an MMA. WWE. No, he doesn't talk to me like that. We're really close friends. And uh, no, I finished the whole thing and then we pitched it with uh, with, uh, this company. I don't know if I should say. Probably just not. Whatever. And this production company helped us pitch it and had all these connections and they liked it and they're like, oh, we really like it. And I was kind of finishing the episodes as they were watching them. So they were getting like this little release as I was finishing them. And they're like, I want to find out what happens next. So I was getting all excited. I was like, oh, these people actually like it. And they're like network people. So I was like, psyched. And then we pitched it and then nobody wanted to even talk to me about it, which is, you know, I tend to sound kind of sour when I say that. And I'm not. I do like to just... I just, you know, I'm going into this industry. I've heard it's fucking cutthroat. This is my first time ever pitching anything. I'm not being too hard on myself or the project or whatever. I'm not even sour. But I thought it was funny that the reason why we didn't actually get it uh, was that they kind of quoted there being not enough star power or no star power. And that basically means there's no, like, movie stars. There's no, like, names, notable names in it, which I think is really funny because it sounds like it's just, like, straight up dissing me and obviously i'm not i didn't expect to be a star first look them go oh this is that guy ben ball who has like a thousand views on that adult swim show i didn't expect it i just thought it was kind of funny and ironic that it's like oh it's it's me i'm the reason it didn't work so that made me laugh uh we had some amazing performers though who i i don't uh you know i don't include in that list of no star powers because to me they're Fucking stars! My favorite stand, one of my favorite standups in Toronto. Jackie Pirico is in it. Roger Bainbridge, who I I didn't know much about before, but he did a fantastic job. And uh Tim Blair from Tallboys. So we had some really good people on on the team, but the American networks don't know those people, nor do they know me because that was like the first thing major thing I've done. So anyway, anyway, fucking ramble, ramble, ramble. No star power. I was, t- I was talking to a friend of mine's mom, and she was like, "Well, why don't you just." make your next project called no star power was like a kind of a deprecative -deprecative, self-deprecative 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 uh issue like kind of name and i was like hey that sounds kind of funny actually so that's the reason and that's the fucking story and that's it and that's the whole entire story oh my god anyway so that's the name of the thing and uh i just think it sounds cool too So, No store Power will be the name of the podcast. But then, ironically, uh, Anxiety Boys, just after I filmed the first episode of this thing, got uh, officially selected for the Stareable Web Series Festival, which is the biggest web series festival in the U.S., which is fucking sick, and it's in New York City. So, I get to go to New York City in October and, uh, you know, see it on the big screen and hope some people fucking come and see it. So... You know, not saying it's blowing up or it got picked up, but it's better than nothing. You know, maybe people, maybe they'll watch it. And I'll, be, could you imagine if I brought it in? They're like, it's good. There isn't no star power in it. There is like no. Did you notice there's not like any Tom Cruise moments or? Did you notice that? Will Ferrell wasn't even in it, cause that actually made it kind of worse. And I didn't even get what the fuck was going on, cause it's just this fucking guy in a dress who I don't even know. What the fuck? How will we ever be able to sell this? I'm so sour. I said I wasn't sour, but I guess subconsciously I am. Learning stuff about myself. (laughs) <clears throat> anyway, fucking hell, Anxiety Boys, that was fun, and you know, it'll have like a life after having finished it and throwing it up online, and I'm looking forward to what that'll be. I'm looking forward to the beginning of some other stuff I have planned, which I'm not going to disclose now because if they don't come to light, it's very, very embarrassing, and that's happened so many times in my life. If you're creative and you uh, have all these ideas and you want to execute one of them, or you want to like make like move towards one of them, or a couple of them at a time, or a few of them at a time, or whatever the fuck you uh I don't know if you vibe with it like if you know what I mean I'm sure you do but it's like when you tell everyone you're gonna do something and then you something gets in the way or you just kind of like you realize it's too ambitious or like it's like you don't got enough money for it or something falls through some bullshit falls through and you have to like not do it has that ever happened to you because I used to do that as like a young man like even as like a teenager like I remember this one time I had this friend in middle school and we used to we used to talk excitedly about making this video game and I was still skeptical skeptical because I was like, is this possible? And he was like the video game guy and he was like, Oh yeah, 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 totally. Yeah. A hundred percent. And I was like, okay. And he's like, Oh yeah, I have the software. I have 3d studio at home and I know exactly how to use it. And I was like, okay, so I'll just like come over and we'll just start. Like I'm fucking down. And I started coming up with a story and I'll be like, I'll be the story guy. And you be, and he's like, cool man. And it's like, I'll be the model model designer and all you know and i was like okay sick so i started like hotel my family over dinner and be like so i'm making a video game <laughs> my mom asked has the meatloaf the meatloaf is good but we're gonna be we're gonna be eating five so we're gonna be eating duck confit bitch because this is about to go down we're about to make the next red dead redemption I was like, we're going to make a fucking zombie apocalypse game. I forget what the game was. Actually, I think I was smart enough to make it simple as fuck. And I was actually really excited. And so my point is, it was really, really disappointing when it just didn't happen. Because, of course, we went over to his house. And then he was, like, playing Xbox. Not, I, you know, huge respect. Love this guy. I, you know, I'm just goofing. But, yeah, he's just, like, sitting on his couch. And he's, just, like, playing Xbox. And I was like, so, like, are we going to? And he's like. Oh, yeah, yeah, and then let me show you. And he, like, pulled up a chair, and then he's just, like, looking at this blank space on, like, this really fucking complicated, like, Studio 3D. It's, like, Photoshop, but with, like, four dimensions, and, and it's, like, grayscale, because it was an older version of it, so you're just looking at, like, it looks like just a bunch of fucking symbols, like an alien motherboard. And he was just sitting there, like... Yeah, so, new new project uh okay new studio space or whatever it's called then he went um oh no do you want to play gears of war and then i was just like oh fuck it's gonna happen i knew it in fact i didn't know it because i was learning a lesson which is why i'm telling the story i later was like fuck that feels bad not because it was their fault or anything but i was just like Never again do I want to get all hyped up about something and then not carry it out. The thing is, it happens so much and it still is happening and it happens all the time. It's not like I've never done it again. But the new thing is that I am to a fault. um, I will like point out the flaws in a concept if somebody's pitching it to me or I'm pitching it to myself because I desperately want to make sure it's feasible before I actually get excited about it. Fail at it all the time. Don't do it properly all the time, but I make the effort you know, I'll get all ambitious. And I'll be like, I'm going to be in a play. Like a few months ago, I was like, it's time for me to get onto the stage, not stand up. I'm going to write a play guys. Yeah, I know. And everyone was like, okay. And I was like, yeah, no more movies for me. No more TV. Sorry, Adult Swim. Hello, soap Pepper Theater. Hello, Young Players. Hello, Mervish Theater. My name up in lights. I'm going to start a whole entire new career path. And then the next morning I woke up and I was like, "Uh, uh, What the fuck did I say last night? Do you remember that? They're like, Ben, don't pretend you don't remember us. What? They're like, we know you're faking just so you don't have to admit that you're not going to follow through. I'm, uh, Follow through what? Follow through what? You are fucking fake asshole. You are a fake asshole. I'm like, go, what? What? I'm a fake what? Okay. So I have this idea. Don't. No more ideas. I have this new idea. Hear me out. Hear me out. Okay. So I'm going to get it really, really into Bitcoin. I'm going to lose all my mo- I'm going to put all my money on it when it's high. And then I'm going to document it just to show people it's going to be like a documentary. They're like, are you improvising this right now? It sounds very, sounds very improvised. No. What are you doing? No, I'm not. Which one is it? You can't say yes and no at the same time. Is it thinking. You're a fucking fit. You're a fucking joke. But anxiety boy's out. Yeah. But what else? What's next? Huh? What's next? Now that's me talking to myself. That's what I say to myself all that time. And I'm that mean to myself all the time. Hey uh, leave a comment if you're the same. Make sure to leave a thumbs up and subscribe. Because I remember I'm gonna be doing these every week. Okay? And it's just gonna be me. And maybe at some point I'm gonna bring in, like I said last time, I might bring in like some guests and I might put somebody up in like the corner like this and like do interviews and shit like that. And you know, maybe like sit with somebody and kind of like turn it into a two person thing every once in a while. I don't fucking know, but it's going to be fun and I'm going to be doing it every week. Okay. Because it's easier to do than dressing up in characters and actually like getting all that shit sorted because I only have a handful of characters. And then the ones that I'm trying for the first time sometimes don't work out. I have a little archive of like three or four full videos that I made in different characters that I never released because I watched them back like this. No, oh no. And uh, they'll never see the light of day. And it's just not worth it when it's like that, you know. So all you creatives that I uh, acknowledged a minute ago, I don't know, take from that what you will. And then go fuck yourself because you're never going to be as good as me. I am going to usurp everybody in the industry and be the best. <laughs> Yugi, soon all of the attention will be for me. Hmm. <laughs> you fell into my trap card welcome to the premiere of my show where all of you will be paying attention to me soon all the attention will be mine (laughs) fools that's uh yeah so when i say that to people when i'm like at like an event and they're like the other people on the bill it doesn't go over so well but at least I'm being different, right? Because everyone else is like, good job. And I I love your movie. And I, you know, I hope you like mine. Maybe we can collaborate. And I come in with a fucking trench coat and spiked up hair. And I go, <laughs> move aside. I will have one double gin on the rocks. <laughs> I like undo like a thing, a huge thing of fucking hair comes out. And everyone's like, who's this? Who's this asshole? And I pull out one of those old fashioned like turn of the century like guns with like a fucking cannon opening on it. I go, S- move, like steampunk shit. I go, fucking all the attention will be for me. Ha 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 they uh-huh. like, he's, <laughs> he's such a fool. He's an idiot. It's not gonna, it's not the way it's supposed to go. I like to do that when I lie about something. No, I didn't. Hey, I didn't do that. No. They're like, yes, you fucking did. No, I didn't. Like, your eyes are shifting. No, they're not. You're trying so hard not to do it. No, no. You have such an easy tell. I'm gonna be a poker player. That's the worst idea. I'm telling you, I'm giving you feedback as a friend. You're not my friend. Well, you just lost a friend. Please be my friend. So, don't be your friend. It's the same guy. <laughs> I fucking told you. I'm secretly me again. <laughs> it's me. Where'd the smoke come from? where'd <coughs> that <They> fucking smoke? <laughs> where'd he go? Oh, he's over there. He's climbing out the window. Get him. Hmm. That's how. That's my attitude towards the towards the whole thing. Fools. Hmm. 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 I'm joking. I love my fellow peers. I love me fiddle Pierce. <laughs> Fuck. All right. What else? Fuck you, God. You know what you done to me, huh? <laughs> I haven't got the slightest clue. It's over for you, buddy. I'm going with the guy downstairs. Ch Dabs. I'll give him dabs without even looking, bro. Him and I are close as fucking fuck. Yo, I'm gonna use her name in vain real quick. God damn it. Jeez. Jeez. Sorry, yo. I'm a fallen angel. <laughs> I'm a fucking fallen angel. <laughs> oh, man. Fucking hell I drank last night You know I talked last week about when I drink And I start to get kind of like Like anxious and second guessy guess what happened It happened again guess what happened It happened Where I woke up and I was like "Uh, Um Um (laughs) Texting people just to reach us To have somebody respond to me Hey what's up 7 in the morning I can't sleep because alcohol woke me up early Okay well, I can sleep, and I just heard a little loud ding in my ear. So don't text me that early in the morning. Okay, yeah, sorry, 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 sorry. I still have to apologize to that person. I still have to get back to them right now, actually. Fuck. Just kidding. No more apologies. Yeah, bro. My New Year's resolution I'm starting early. I'm starting right now as of August 1st. Today is the 31st. No more apologizing. <laughs> No more apologizing. Could you imagine if that was the takeaway for like, like I think I'm learning a lesson, and that's my takeaway. There are people out there who just <laughs> who probably fucking th- like get misguided into thinking that certain <laughs> lessons are the lo- like the lesson of something, and then they fucking by the end realize like, oh, that's not right. <laughs> it's like fucking. Yeah, bro. Fucking got hit by a car. Wasn't looking both ways. This time, no more roads for me. I'm out. No more cities, just fields and boats and open water and fields. Don't you dare bring a road close to me, you fucking cack sucker. You understand? If I see a fucking road come near me, oh boy. I am not looking both ways. I'm crossing that bitch easy. Ain't nobody gonna make me look both ways, bitch. I try to cross it. Oh no, got hit. Oh, my life changed. Can't believe that car came out of nowhere. Well, if I don't go near no roads, can't get hit by one, not can I? Yeah, just fields and oceans and boats for me, bitch. And the moon. I'm going to the moon, baby. But first I gotta go to the grocery store. Ah, shit, it's across the road. My i will just starve. I got a can of Pringles. Boy, oh boy. Boy, oh boy. Welcome back to No Star Power. I'm gonna go right back into it. Yummy, yummy, yummy. In my fucking tummy. Am I going to drink again tonight? The question is, is he going to drink again tonight? I'm always burping during these, dude. I think I'm burping all the time, and I just don't notice it until I'm actually rolling, because I'm like, I better not. I have to hear it in these bitches. I got a problem with burping. I got tickets to a fucking soccer game. Soccer is so fucking dope to see live, but I don't give a about what's going on it's like baseball i don't give a fuck what's going on and you know what i love hockey and hockey is worse live fight me on it hockey's worse live i like the announcers and i like the music and i like the you know you can barely tell when they score when you go and see it live like, what happened oh they're dead it's like your buddies like playing shinny and you know there's the music they play when they do score and stuff like that so i guess you can tell and there's lights and sirens and there's lights and there's sirens but what you telling me that I'm supposed to know that the puck went in the net? There's sirens all the time. No, I just got used to. I just, I just got used to hearing like you know, oh, and he's coming up to. This has been a great year for him, and he's got two kids now. No, that's not what the shit they say. <laughs> I sound like I'm pretending I watch sports. I'm just out of it. I don't think that's actually. I don't know. But yeah, I don't. I don't know hockey. I'm just not a big fan of when it's live as much as what I like watching at home. Basketball. Fucking so good live. Just as good, if not better than, obviously better, I would say, than being at home. Baseball, shitty both ways, in my opinion, but better live. Because at least you gain handbags and peanuts. And you get to go with your daddy-o. And it's a nice father-son, father-dadder, daughter mother Or they-them parents and they-them kids experience. Or you don't have to be labeled as a parent. Like, I'm sorry if I, like, left anyone out. Uh, Yeah, a little bit about me. I live in Toronto, Ontario. So all the people watching this who, uh, there's that Pixar movie coming up that takes place here and that brings me a lot of joy because I really like Pixar, even though it's a Disney Pixar co-production, which usually are worse, but it'll still be good. And it's based on this girl who, when she gets really frustrated slash anxious about her overbearing mother she turns into basically like a raccoon monster, which is so cute because there are raccoons all around the city, and that's like a big part of uh, what uh, like the city's identity and and ge- and, and geography, geography, ecosystem, or whatever the fuck you know what I mean. There's raccoons everywhere, and our garbage and shit is the is what I'm saying. I'm not lying, they're everywhere. So they're making a movie about it. It's fucking sick, Pixar, and it's called something. I forget what the fuck it's called. It's called like Rar or something like that. some shaky. But it takes place in Toronto and it's so dope. And I love that shit. And I'm very excited. So all the people who are in Toronto, uh, leave a comment and say, Hey, yo, if you watch this, if you got this far, you, you leave a comment right now saying binga, uh, Hinger Dinger Dargan. Like that's one SpongeBob episode. Hinger Dinger Dargan. And don't you dare make a typo because, wow, that could go real wrong for you with those words especially the middle one you'd have to really fuck it up but it could be bad but do that because all the people who have watched it who tell me hey really good podcast man i'll be like where was your comment and then i can fucking cut out all the haters and then eventually it'll just be me in my room and that's all i want just kidding i'm not a paranoid mess Do you guys follow that Instagram page, Positive Affirmations? That's kind of what I was just doing. I am not giving in to my social pressures. I am field of dreams. I am, and like, it's just like little cute, like hilariously worded positive affirmations in like with like a bizarre like background that just has like nice colors and it's super positive so cute and it's run by this i think scandinavian dude who sometimes goes on live and he you guessed it is the sweetest most wholesome guy of all time and i think you need to give that a follow positive affirmations. give it a follow and give me a subscribe and give me a, a thumbs up and give me the common hinder just so i know none of you fucking coincidentally right type the right thing no star power coming to you every i think tuesday okay it's gonna be coming to you every fucking tuesday if you want to get on my podcast and you can fool yourself because you're just gonna be me sorry that was fucking horrifying i can hear everything you're hearing and that was terrible i'm sorry about that i'm watching the olympics it's tokyo 2021 2020 right now and okay they're doing the track and field shit And people are getting like disqualified, like left and right. I'm being fully serious right now. And they're getting disqualified for like going, or like not even like that, like a fucking fraction of a millionth of a second before they go. And I'm sure all you runner buffs, because I know there are tons of track buffs out there ready to go off in the comments. I'm sure you're like, well, it's because it'll screw up the other athletes. And even if they like a fucking millimeter counts in the long, in the long run, no pun intended. I know there's some fucking reason, okay? There's probably some bullshit ass reason, but as an as just a regular viewer to the sport, I think it's bullshit. And you see these people's dreams get crushed. I didn't. I didn't turn the TV on to watch somebody get so like humiliated and have their dream crushed for a bullshit ass reason, walking off the thing like what the fuck? Like you know, if if your political Olympic career is ending. You should at least know, "Ah, That's because I kind of fucked up. Like, these people are going, because it's like this new rule or whatever, like, it's like newly, like, you know, you used to get, like, three chances, and also it was less strict, it wasn't like a millionth of a second, it's literally if you took a step before the shot, and now it's like, and then they're like, you're out of there, you know, the last four years, that changed your fucking life, you worked so hard, and it was through a pandemic, and you're from, like, Sudan, get out of here, get the fuck out. Why are you shaking so much, buddy? Like, that's what they did. <laughs> What's this? What was this? I was surprised. They dealt, like, the linesman or whatever. It was, like, really rude. The guy got up and was like, what? He went, what, what? You look like an idiot. You moved. What, are you undermining me? You don't believe that there's a... Watch the replay. Watch the replay. Right there, see? Your toe. It shifted. It shifted. Get the fuck off the... Dude, get off the pitch before I fucking while out. I might be 70, but I'm about to fucking kick you in the shin so bad. Get out. I'm so mad you're over there and I'm looking here. You know that means like instinctually it means there's about to be one of these. So they have no choice and then they have to go off. And it's awful. I think that's awful. Like, you know, I just watched a diving thing where one of our Canadian, uh, I think she was like a bit of a veteran. She still has some chances to come back to the olympics uh but she like she was like just like her her first dive didn't go so great and then so her next dive she kind of got psyched out it seemed like and it was a really high difficulty and it was designed to like get her head of like the chinese like fucking um absolute like savant diver who was like so fucking perfection so she was like, I got to get ahead of her. So the second dive was going to be like really difficult. And since she kind of fucked up the first one, I could see it in her head because we're all human. And I know exactly what's going on in her head. She's like, all this pressure, all these years. And then she like jumped. She like got into position kind of wrong. And then she realized if I do this and I do it wrong, I can hurt myself, which is code for fucking belly flop and make a big ass flow of myself. So instead, I'll just kind of whoop. And then she just like pencil dived in. And it was so humiliating and I felt for her so badly, but I couldn't help but be like, Oh my god. Cause whenever anything is like very devastating, I laugh. Um, unless it's very, very like actually devastating, I'm not associate that. Um, but like when it's like, oh my god, all the build-up and it's just like she just pencil dives in and then just like swims out. And then her like other Canadian like teammate or whatever like fucking nails it, she's like on the podium like and then this girl's like in the hot tub, like with a mic in her face like can we get a interview? What what are your thoughts? What happened there? What happened? Dude, could you imagine? You got fired from your job, like your career job, and then your wife leaves you and then there's a person there going, So the world is watching. What happened? You really screwed it. So why'd you screw up? And it's not even just your life that you screwed up. You're wearing a Canadian flag and it's symbolically fucking letting us all down. So what happened? Could you fucking imagine? And she was just like so good about it. You know, I didn't want to hurt myself because, you know, I just I did my first thing and I, just, I could feel I wasn't getting into the position right. And it's high difficulty, right? So I wanted to protect my safety. I have three more years of this. So I'm just grateful to be here and it's, it's not over yet. I'm not going to give up. And I was like, I almost cried. I was like, oh my God. That was amazing because I would have been like, What? Sorry, what? Ooh, you'd like to try that, wouldn't you? You would love, I would love to see you get up there. In fact, get up there, get up there. I'll hold the mic. I'll hold the mic. Get up there, get up there. What are you doing? Get off me. What the fuck are you doing? Please, hey, please, hey, hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. I didn't say anything. I didn't say anything. <laughs> uh, help. help, 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 help. This is unfair. This is unfair. That would be me. Dude I can't believe there are people like that out there Jesus Christ I'm literally doing an impression of like something I've seen before Like that's so fucked up that People deal with shit like that She was very I would not be like that But I definitely don't think I'd be like Not gonna give up You know like she's thinking about all the little girls Who are watching her probably And all the people she's inspiring And she's like I can't let them see that I'm like I want to cry and like scream Which she probably did when she went backstage So human because of course she would And anyone would But it's like Good for her And my point being, she just knew. She's like, well, yeah, I got disqualified. I couldn't, I just like kind of choked and I couldn't do it. Um, But these guys are like, just kind of like doing like a little shift. Not even, it was like. And then it was just like, yeah, go back to your, you know, get out of here. You got to go back to your poverty stricken country. I know you were building up to this point and could really use it and could use the fucking satisfaction of a win, or even some sort of placement, or even just fucking doing the thing, but no, we saw you flinch, out of here, sorry buddy, fucking hell man, I don't know, for me it's like making movies and shit, it's like, you make one, what's like the equivalent, it's like, you know, you always, it's like if you the whole thing the way that the industry tends to work i've i've heard and read in my industry in film is that like if you make a bad movie you get another chance but you get less of a budget and this is starting from the place where maybe you were given your you know first chance already which was a small budget then it went really well and then you have like another then you had like a bigger chance with a higher budget and then maybe that went well and then a couple go well but then a, even if you are like have a, a stellar track record you, you have one, like, bomb failure, like pencil dive off the diving board, you're back down to your next, like, almost indie uh, budget, which is still, like, millions of dollars, but they're not doing, you are not letting you do Avengers anymore. Or, like, Thor, Ragnarok, or Thor, fucking whatever, I was just going to try and come up with a funny thing, but I was going to say butt plug, and that's so fucking stupid. I don't know why butt plug came to my head. <clears throat> anyway and then they bring you back down and then if you fail at that they're like all right well it was great having you in the cultural pool but nobody wants to hear up from you anymore nobody wants your art anymore thanks thank you bye you fucked up twice you didn't make his money so get the fuck out of here you know who that happened to david o russell look it up look up the movie he made after silver linings playbook sorry would it have been american hustle it was that right after american hustle i think Oh my God. <laughs> I wish I had the technology to like do like a uh, like a trailer reaction. Um, I don't know why I went on Instagram because I'm a fucking psycho and I'm addicted to it. And I, my brain just went, you're supposed to be doing something else. And you're literally filming yourself and people are waiting, but you're going to go to Instagram instead. I'm a psycho. Okay, David O. Russell. I want you to look this up. Okay. And maybe for next week, I'll set it up so that I can actually like watch it on my laptop and then have it play in even, like, a, you know, and then I'll edit it in or something. Oh, my God. It's called... Actually, no, he got another chance. He got another chance. He made that movie Joy. But in between American Hustle and Joy, just look it up. It's called Nailed with an exclamation mark, and nobody knows what the fuck this movie is. It's got Jake Gyllenhaal in it. It's got Ma- J- James Marsden or something like that. Marsden? James Marsden. Bill Hader's in it. Oh, no. Kirstie Alley. Tracy Morgan. Huge cast. And it just... Catherine Keener? Jesus Christ. And it has a 20 meta score and a 4.1 out of 10 on user rating. You know, he was given another chance. Kind of destroyed my point because I thought he didn't actually get another chance, but he made Joy. But I bet you any money it's a way lower budget than, than American Hustle was. So that being said i think that's probably the equivalent to like fucking up at the olympics but still it's not like oh you uh you see that part of your budget there that doesn't add up yeah see that little no the stands the part there yeah your producer didn't put it didn't budget in the lighting rig properly so we're a bit over budget and you're like oh fuck and they go no no like you're done you want to lose this fucking money you're done asshole there's another person whose plates are taking all the other people here are trying their best and you didn't fucking budget right so take a hike fucker take a hike asshole take a hike asshole i'm the money man i'm the one giving you the money and you're gonna fucking you know put the decimal in the wrong place that's like an extra thousand dollars out of whose pocket out of whose pocket do you want me to open a lemonade stand you piece of shit then get walking out of the studio. And you're like, what about all that money that I already spent that we're just going di- to ditch? Well, we have to set a precedent, don't we? Precedent. We don't want people doing this ever again, do we? What, do I mean? Wait, you mean like flinching at the start line? Flinching at the start line? Flinching. It's the rules. It's the rules. I didn't even get to start shooting. <laughs> Woo! Woo! Okay, I'll go. Woo! Fuck, I'm just getting geared up. Just getting geared up. I'm just getting geared up. I'm just getting geared up. It's like, Jesus Christ, James Brooks. Okay, fine. Don't produce my movie. Oh! oh. (sighs) Fuck, I couldn't imagine. People are ruthless, bro. Institutions are ruthless, man. How are we doing? We still recording, man? fuck this. It looks so loud. Why does it look so fucking loud? I've been recording too loud. It sounds okay, anyway. I just find that stupid, man. And my dumb brain isn't working right now, so I'm gonna look for another headline and I'm gonna come up with something else to talk about. Don't know anything about the leaf, so I don't want to comment on that. Uh, do 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 Hmm. Scarlett Johansson sues Disney over a blank widow streaming release. Suing people suing. Is everything just shitty? In the in the news. Is everything just shit? Look at that. Bob Odenkirk had a heart attack. Just a little cherry on top. Bob Odenkirk. Well I'll talk about Bab Odenkirk. Bab Odenkirk. I was just watching uh, I've been watching um. Curb your enthusiasm, and I'm on the third. I'm on the. Uh, I was on the third episode. Like I, I watched the first season before I think, but I just for some reason kept didn't keep watching it. Fucking genius about that show, and this is not going to be an original thought, probably because you've all probably already thought of it. But I really like the th- the theory behind comedy and film. I just love the artistry of taking a flaw in your character that you probably have you know run into issues with. Or beaten yourself up over, or seen a pattern of people holding it against you, or, you know. Like, for obviously what I'm getting at is Larry David being super neurotic and super, uh, like, over the top and, and really, and like, stubborn, like, extremely stubborn. And he just based a whole show around that premise. It's so simple and it's so good, and it's an endless well of material. Because what you're working with is The Endless Well, which is the brain of Larry David, who has this lifetime of experience of probably being this kind of like having like an, uh, I would say, you know, it's all conjecture, so I don't know. But it seems like he's probably pulling from real life, at least obviously he's exaggerating. He doesn't have to apologize as much as he does in the show, I would imagine. But I would hope. But it's like that's just so great cuz then now you're watching this thing and you're like this dude first of all is get, is showing us like everything that at least in this version of himself in the description it's like he's able to kind of riff on you know something that otherwise you know maybe people in his real life would be like um like you're being fucking annoying and you're getting in the way of this and that, but you're watching the show and you're like, this is actually fucking comedy gold. And that's the thing. If you're an artist and don't, you know, I'm still young and I'm still green, but I'm learning things as I go and I can be pretty sure of some things at this point in my life. And one thing is that when you're making art, okay, you, I used to make stuff and I would just be like, this concept is going to drive the whole thing, the idea. So it's a barista and they live in Seattle. Okay. Because it's in the States, seaside vibes. I like the vibe of the seaside. This, this, and that, and this. And he's a a little bit in over his head, but he's a fucking spy, secretly. But it'll be really funny, because a contradiction between, no, it's like, if you want to make something really good, you have to start within, as corny as it sounds. And I had to change voices, because I was going to say that with a straight face, but it sounds too corny. But seriously, you know, you have to start with something that you have to get to know yourself and then you have to be like, okay, what, what, maybe not from within and you maybe, but like at least your perspective on certain experiences you've had. So, you know, with, it can even go into other art forms like cooking, you know, everybody's always like, it's like my, my mom I used to make. It'll be like a nostalgic thing. It's it's close to home, and there's that passion that goes into it. And like I said, it's an endless well of of uh, product. Or you know, if you want to look at it as a business sense, if like the money man is bothering you in your business, and you need to give him something to give him or her something to work with, if they want just an, how can we know this will be consistent? This will run for ten seasons. You'd be like, well, it's because it's about a guy who fucks up all the time and has to apologize all the time which I've done my whole life, and I, I've garnered this beautiful perspective to just laugh it off, and why don't we just make a show based on that perspective? It'll never run out until I die, or get burnt out, or get uninterested in this. I think that's kind of part of the key. And it's like a chef. It's like, how are you going to open this restaurant and keep it running and keep people fed and keep, like, you know, what's the menu? What are you, what, are you just burger joint? You're like, no, my mother... She has a secret blend of spices. Okay? And it's the way she used to do. And I got them. I'm getting emotional about this. I have designed a menu based on different locations around my own neighborhood. Those are the names and the smells and the tastes. And I'm using the coral from the reef from which we came. Changed the accents because it started to get maybe a little offensive. You never know. You never know, Tommy, shall <laughs> So anyway, am I making sense? You decide. Nervous Tommy, do you ever think about something really, really scary and it makes you want to throw up? I do that mainly when I'm hungover, cause I'm already kind of nauseous anyway. <laughs> I really fucking hope that this festival that I made it into doesn't get shut down by COVID. Can you all put a prayer for me in the good old prayer jar? Doo lu doo. I know you're probably not religious, but maybe you are. Bada bada. Can you just put a word in with the big man upstairs to keep the festival open so I can go to Star-able Fest? Ah mm. oh, man. When you think of old things, a cringy thing you did in the past, and you actually go. Ugh. Have you ever done that? Uh, I've noticed that I have a form of Tourette's where it's just when I think of something cringe I've done, I literally can't not go, ah, ah. Like I'm in public, I'm on the subway, and and then a second later I I look around. I just can't help it. I can't, for some reason I can't help it. And I'm telling you, as shocked as you might be, unless you relate to that, like I told you last week that I talked to myself. I'm just telling you, like, I'm observing that shit. I don't, I, a lot of the time I'll be in the bathroom. And I'll be like, oh, <laughs> oh, oh, and I'll be like, yeah, 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 sure, sure, buddy. And I'll be thinking about something in my head and like winning an argument. I know everybody says that, but I literally like talk about it And then I stop my, and I'm like, and I hear like somebody outside. And I'm just like, okay, so I guess they just heard me go, yeah. <laughs> and they're like, is he on the phone? Is that a really bad song that he's playing in the speaker's in there? Did I imagine that? I'm going crazy. I drive my fucking family crazy because they're like, He can't possibly just be in there saying that shit to himself. My son is sane, I think. Anyway, and then I walk out the door and I go, Sorry, I just thinking about something. Spit in the corner of my mouth. Hey, I got something to say. If you're a spit in the corner of your mouth all the time person, wipe it. <laughs> I know it's hard because it builds up and it's probably not your fault because who wants spit in the corner of their mouths, but suck it up please or drink more water cause it's literally foam you're dehydrated something's happening I used to have a teacher who would just start talking and be like yeah and like, like it's so gross but by the end of it be like, and you always have to make sure you're and there'd just be like spit here and you'd see it like on the surf like I don't even talk about it spit grosses me out so bad oh my god Oh my God, gross me down so bad. Anyway, now you just, just be like, just wipe it, bro. You're barely, you like can barely say words through it. You must know. Have a handkerchief and just every once in a while, it won't. You know, it'll be better. Nobody's gonna mention it. Nobody's gonna mention it anyway. But at least we'll be like, he knows and he's trying. Okay. But if you're a person with spit in the corner of your mouth, a wipe it. If you're a person who has ear hairs sticking out of their ears, shave it. So Crystalia again. Guys, I've never done a podcast before, and I might do some things that seem like I'm stealing style. Like this voice I realized after watching the first episode I did is also kind of a, I see it as like a, uh, what's his name? uh carson janny carson impression that's inflated but i also realized that is also something that christelia doesn't let and i was like oh god i'm so scared that people are gonna be like he's one of these like gabriel iglesias or was that the guy who's stealing jokes maybe not i don't think it was i take that back gabriel iglesias whoever the other guy was who steals jokes and that ain't me i'm just trying to find my voice because i'm young Trying to find my voice because I'm young and I'm not quite there yet, so just fucking bear with me, bear with me, mom and dad, mom and dad, I freaking hate my mom and dad, mom and mom and dad, dad and mom, damn and dom, every single combination of mom and dad. God forbid a stepdad gets in the mix. He wouldn't like me when I'm angry. Stepmoms are cool though. I feel like that would be chill for. I don't think there are a lot of people that have issues with stepmoms. Is that a thing? Maybe they did and I just don't know because I'm a cis white male. Again. Not again. Fuck I fucking didn't even I can't think of I can't say anything About that Never mind (laughs) Can you imagine That'd be like A great great, Don't steal this That'd be a great gag If it was like A guy who's who's accepting So hard That he's like Straight white male And has nothing to say About anything And he goes Have you heard about Well the Controversy with That female runner who got caught with drugs and she can't go to the Olympic wait never mind I can't talk about that sorry <laughs> anyways never mind <laughs> but what about that okay so I was at the park the other day and I was talking to this lady and she was talking about like gang how this guy got canceled and I was like Yeah, totally. No, I know he should have been. Is that I don't know. I can't talk about that. That's the end. Anyway, that's it. How long was that? Two minutes? Sorry. Bye. It's true. White dudes, it's not our time, man. It's not our fucking time. It is. Low key. Still. You know? So at least let's not complain because the industry still is still fucking based on white dudes in most of the world. But it's slowly changing for the bots are. The thing is with that shit, if you're one of those people who gets fucking frustrated about that, I was a kid and I used to be like when it was first coming out that it was like, you know, I'd hear friends be like, that band was just a bunch of white dudes. I'm tired of that fucking bullshit. I want to see something different. Like, fuck that. I used to be like, a little bit hurt to be honest i'd be like well i agree i see what you're saying but that's also if i started a band i guess that would have been my first thing that i'd probably just do with my friends who happen also me maybe white dudes and that kind of hurts so i had moments like that but fucking here's the deal more tv theory for you bitches before i go yeah it's like okay tv we learned in school because i went to school for radio and television and they learn in school the theory of television is that it is supposed to be a reflection of reality okay that's what television is okay and I, I would venture to say that that's what entertainment is and what art should do as well it should reflect reality okay but i'm in the tv business so i'm only going to speak on that and soon enough maybe i will be in the comedy business if you guys decide that this is funny at all leave a comment um, I'm kidding I'm in the comedy business fuck you guys Uh, and what was I gonna say <sighs> Um, yeah so if you're gonna reflect reality and you live in a reality where it's a you know it's a multicultural city that I live in in Toronto and it's a globalist society which is a positive thing in my opinion you gotta reflect it you know In the 2000s, it's not like it was... uh, I mean, it was probably like less slightly, but it it wasn't vastly less multicultural. But when you go back to that time period and look at art and TV and film, all white dudes going, you think we can do it? Yeah, I think we can. All right. Token woman, because we're trying to work towards that thing. Gay guy, because we're working towards that. But that's enough. Now that we showed the gay guy... And we showed the woman for a second and not in a cool light at all. She's like helping. It could be the dudes again. Turn Tom Cruise in a fucking jet. And nowadays, like, I don't know about you guys, but I watch that stuff and I'm like, oh my God, so inaccurate. And what I'm thinking isn't, oh, fuck white dudes. Okay. What I'm thinking is, uh, fucking fuck inaccuracy. We're not being accurate. We're not representing. That's the point of the whole fucking thing, okay? I just nailed it. You don't need these no fucking, it's not really even against white dudes. It's just because we're in the way and they're going, listen, we got to fucking show more faces. And we're like, no, well, it's cool. What about, no. What about Brad Pitt in The Newest with Steve Carell? Yeah, no, that, I mean, sometimes maybe because those guys are great, you know. But we gotta kinda represent reality more. You don't go outside and it's just a bunch of, hey Daryl, hi Dave, hey Dan. It's like, you know, not that. So, think of it that way if you're gonna be a little butt hurt, a little white boy about it. A little butt hurt, white boy? About it. Um, it's just about reflecting reality, people. Okay, you just have to reflect. You just have to show what's out there, and then you're making good TV. Quick example: if you look back at the at the um our uh, the haunted Wi-Fi, what's it called? Adult Swim pilot, which is on haunted Wi-Fi. We have a sketch in it, which we posted separately on the channel, and it exploded, and it has a very uh, bittersweet response because people were really, really offended about it it's uh basically this uh kid is headed to school for his first day of class of middle school or i think first day of junior high yeah junior high and the whole gag is that it's set like it's like max bueller's day or max bueller max uh keeble's big move or something like that one of those old like movies where it's like me 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 Uh, somebody once told me the world is gonna roll me spits out his toothpaste. And then like the the producers credits are like in the mirror, and then he comes up. Oh, i like think the sharpest tool in the shed. Anyways, that kind of shit. We didn't go that far with it because we had no money. Um, but we did that kind of shit. And, ma- and the mom, like, I play the mom, going like, "Don't forget your lunch." And he's like, "Okay." And so you're just like, "Oh, this is a cute little like you know just like a little uh, scene going on." But then he gets to the school and he pulls out a fucking semi-automatic rifle and he shoots everybody. And uh, the point of that was not to say, <laughs> school shooting, it's actually really, really funny. Look at this. Isn't that great? If there's a way that we can just live with it. If we can just laugh at it. I got confronted by a friend, and it's fine, and I still like this person, of course, And they, but they were just like, yeah, I stopped watching at that point. And I was like, oh, you ran out of time? No, I just didn't. I don't know. I didn't like how that, how that ended how that played out and i was just like oh okay sorry and she went yeah like what are you you know and she expounded she wanted to hear and, and then everybody was like sitting there just like silence because we were in a group setting and i was just like okay and the reason okay and we had thought about this because i care about these things okay i care about what we're putting out there i care what we're showing people on reddit and whatever the fuck our fan base is i love i i care about what we're showing the 10 fucking people who watch our shit um The thing was, it was coming from a place of frustration, okay, because that was a point in culture where it's still happening today, but nobody's talking about it because there's, I guess, other issues going on that's taking its place. But there's school shootings, and especially during that time, there were tons of fucking school shootings going on all the time. And kids were dying, and then fucking assholes were denying it was happening. And then, you know, teachers were jumping in front of bullets, and, you know, public schools were changing legislation so that maybe, like, in some states, they were suggesting that teachers hold guns, which is so fucking stupid. But I was upset. I was upset about that. So we were like, okay, so if TV is supposed to reflect reality and we are making TV, we should be reflecting reality. And in this snarky little way, we were like, okay, if you're gonna make, if you, America, are going to allow school shootings to be part of reality and we're not going to take the guns away from people, which I'm not even saying was the solution because that might not actually have worked. Maybe it's too late with the Constitution. Maybe it's too late to take the guns away. Not going to comment on that. All I was saying is whatever you're planning on trying to do to, res- to resolve this issue, it's not happening. And I was like, so what you're telling everybody is that this is just the way reality is. So we went, I know. We'll reflect that reality. If that's the way you want reality to be, we will make a nice, fun little uh, intro to your favorite little, like you know, Disney Channel movie from 2001, which I think was the year of Columbine, or it was around that time. You remember? It's like, what if that? What if our cute little reality that we used to used to believe in was uh, interrupted by the real, the true reality? That is is in our faces every day, and that was the real cultural impact of that sketch, and that's the power of my art. I love it. I'm so proud. I love it. I love that sketch. Maybe in the future I'll be like, oh, it's probably best that it, you know, didn't happen. Maybe I don't know, but right now I still fucking, I still like, yeah, I still back that view and that reason why we did it, and it'll, you know, maybe just be in the zeitgeist in the future if some alien wanted to. Oh, this looks like a fun thing to look at. And then they go to it and uh, they see that and be like, this is what reality was? And that was the plot of that Adult Swim show too which was the point is that we were getting our uh, our history lesson from the last blockbuster which is the last DVD store or it was like just filled with DVDs and instead of reading like books and shit which had all burned up and been lost and we had all ber- already gotten rid of the books because the internet was like a, it's a million years in the future and so the internet had everything on it but then the internet crashed so we had no more information but we did keep the last blockbuster as a museum and now that was the only way we knew about culture and they were getting everything wrong. That's the premise of our show and I fucking love that premise it's really hard to explain and that's probably why it didn't get picked up but that's the idea and that's why the sketch fit perfectly in there because we're like oh they would be watching max Keeble and then they would watch bowling for columbine and be like i guess this was the same thing and then they would be like well here's this and then it's their informational videos that they put together as like the dumbass like duo of like these you know who are supposed to be like the teachers of tomorrow after the internet exploded and then they were just like this is how culture was. And it's like a mixed match of like something horrible and something super innocent. So, big fan of it. Theoretically, has a lot of ooh deep meaning in it. Mm, so good. Big fan. Just did that so gross. Don't want to ever do that again. And that's that. So thank you for listening. Thank you for the video, you know. Thank you for listening to the chicken episode. And I will catch you on the flame. I will see you on the flame flam. What did I end with last time? It was definitely this. See you, Lada. Hi. I'll see you, Lada. Yeah. Fought. Anyway, thanks for watching, guys. I'll catch you next week on No Star Power. Please leave a, a fucking comment, like I said, saying, Hinger, dinger, do not make a fucking typo because you will get canceled by me. And leave a thumbs up and subscribe. Okay, and maybe check out that stuff I was talking about. Maybe check out our pilot; it's on hunted Wi-Fi. Okay, and Anxiety Boys, which is also there. Check out the shit I made because this is my last ditch, last ditch effort, bitch. Take it easy. Take it ace.